0: Welcome to episode 34 of Your Personal Podcast. For those who want more out of life, and please do rate, review, and subscribe to Your Personal Podcast. I'm Martin Hazy. I'm an entrepreneur, educator, CEO, and a former Lord Mayor. As always, I'm here with Mim Romeo. Mim is a corporate retailer, business coach and mentor, and an executive advisor, and a wonderful co-host. Mim, welcome to the Your Personal Podcast studio. That's a nice compliment, Martin.
1: Was. it's great to see you as well so, so that's a great way to start the
0: podcast nice to see you smiling in the your personal podcast soundboard yes they told me i need to sort of brighten up a little bit i, did. I mean after <laughs> last week's podcast i just kind of think that you know you need to be a little more of an extrovert uh,
1: listen we're good we're, we're getting there with what we want to do and look we don't, let's never forget
0: No, I feel it's my personal mission, Mim, to help you come out of your shell. I appreciate that. And the more you you show that
2: support, the more smiles I'm going to have on my face. As
0: I often say, Mim, I'm always watching your back.
2: That's very good, Martin. And again, we'd like to thank all our listeners that have tuned into your personal podcast today. Because today is a great subject. I'm so looking forward to this
0: subject. Episode 34. You don't
1: know how excited I am about this particular subject.
0: Well, I sense you are excited. I hope that. We're going to have a really good conversation that our listeners get tons of value out of it. Absolutely. You know
2: what today's subject is? Hold on. Why are you so excited? Because today's subject is about stop blaming
1: others. Stop blaming everyone and anyone about something that you're dealing with.
0: Are you looking at me? Well, you picked up that uh, comment?
1: (laughs) I thought that was very good. <laughs> if I'm looking at you, then you pay attention. I'm paying
0: attention. Believe me, you have my undivided yeah, you mean
1: attention. Every time,s Martin, people blame others for everything, whether it's in family, at work, whether it's the parking
2: inspector, whether it's uh, someone's always blaming someone. We have to take ownership of the situation we're in. Stop blaming always someone else for the situation.
0: I'm in, you're in, or anyone else is in. If the antidote for blaming others is taking personal responsibility, isn't it? That's right. You know, don't ruin an apology with an excuse. There was a great
1: quote. I forgot who quoted that, but I remembered the quote. It's don't ruin an apology with an excuse. It's like, Martin, sorry I didn't get here in time, but because the lights were red, the, the traffic was bad, the, it was raining, it was pouring,
2: I got 400 calls. Just take responsibility. Stop blaming others. Sorry, Martin. I should have been here earlier. Simple as that. Or an example, I'm right into this. An example, you know, I, when I was working for corporate retail and I was given the opportunity to take on different departments, different areas as a responsibility, And I remember vividly that there was an area I was given uh, as a responsibility, uh, another manager was moved on, performance reasons, and I was given that responsibility. The very next day I was visited by the CEO of the organisation and they were raising particular issues regarding that area, were not where they needed to be. The first thing that came out of my mouth after he spoke was what I was going to do about it. I didn't say, well, listen, I've been here one day. It was Joe Blog's fault. This is what happened. This is why I was put in here. I just looked him in the eyes and said, this is what I'm going to do to fix this. Love it. I took responsibility. I learned that from many people as I was growing and I saw leadership like that. I thought to myself, they're not blaming anyone but I knew that they were only there for a little time. And I learned so much out of that because why let's stop blaming others. I work with some co-workers today that inspire me every day because every time there's something that doesn't quite go right. And I know that they had nothing to do with it. They never throw anyone under the bus. They take ownership. They, they take ownership
0: and say, this is what we can do to fix it. I must say, Mim, it is such a joy to work with people who are solutions focused. Thank you, Martin. That's okay. I come here I, I come here free will. <laughs> I
1: know I know you're a bit shy in calling my I'm name saying, out, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. I
0: think I kind of
1: fell into that one.
0: Mim, there is a world leader who you know that I have – Enduring admiration for. I think this person is probably one of the greatest of all time world leaders, and it's Winston Churchill. And he was quoted as saying, The price of greatness is taking responsibility. It is. It's so, so much.
2: Look, I can't emphasize to all our listeners the importance of taking responsibility and ownership. Do not waste your time trying to justify or excuse things that are happening. Find a solution. Use the time to find a solution. Be proactive. Everyone knows there's a problem
0: there. You don't need to highlight it, but what's the solution? How do we get to where we need to get to? You know, I think it's one of the most essential commodities. When you meet friends, employees, work colleagues, podcast po- co-hosts, yes. family, yes, and you sit there and they have a kind of a, just a solutions bias. I think that means inherently they're more positive people because they actually see opportunity, not negativity. They're more fun to be with.
2: Absolutely they are. You know,
0: and they're more – and there's a big thing, Mim. There's a big thing that I look for in people, and we don't talk about this much in the podcast, but I think our listeners are going to really relate to this. When you are with someone, what energy do they provide – you, with. So when you leave that interaction, are you energised by it or are you sucked dry by it? And I love it. Is I this a l- trick question? It's not a trick question. Trick question? Because
1: no. I, I, I don't know what I, I've got to say to you. Well, well you, you will have a chance to respond. <laughs> I've got a flat battery every time I leave here. <laughs> can't believe it. I really can't believe it. Well, just... Anyway, Min, just plug, got, we've put
0: solar panel on the roof and we're we, right. We have, plug yourself into that USB and you will be fine. What I'm getting at is yes, I, I look for this when I meet people. Yes. Whether it is locally, nationally, internationally, whether it's in the work life or any other form of life, right? Yes. I what
2: look, do you mean any other form of life?
0: I don't know. <laughs> what are we? It makes me sound like an <laughs> alien, doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah. As I came down for the extraterrestrial experience, yeah. men Yeah, we've got
1: humans in here. We go. We're, we're doing our podcast
0: from the moon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I Okay, I'm not an android. Okay. Mim. What I'm talking about is when you interact with people and they lift you up with their positive energy because they are solutions processed, they take responsibility, they take accountability and they're always looking to the future with a sense of optimism. It
2: makes a difference, doesn't it?
0: That feeds me. That's right. It really does. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel more creative. It makes me feel more valued and I hope I do exactly the same for them and I hope that this podcast... Is exactly that.
2: Absolutely. We've got to understand that we can make a difference. You know, from a family perspective, I've been in many family discussions over the years that everyone's always looking to blame someone except for the situation in terms of focus on what needs to happen to fix the situation. You know, it's my brother's fault, my sister's fault, my parents' fault, my cousin's fault, my uncle's fault, everyone's fault. But forget that. What is the situation that needs to be resolved? And how do we resolve it in the workplace? Oh, yeah, but it was Mary Beth or Tom's fault or Mary's fault. It's take ownership, make a difference, look at the solution. If there's a result we need to get and achieve together, let's do it from a positive perspective. Let's not waste our time trying to blame others, let's not waste our time trying to justify where we're at. Take ownership. Come up with a solution. Work through the solution. Find it,
0: do it, and everyone will be more more better for it. You know, I also find, Mim, in the workplace is that those who take responsibility, those that take accountability are also more inclined that when things go upside down – They'll say, "I'll take responsibility. I apologise. I will fix it." That's right. You know what taking responsibility does, Martin? but you don't hear that very often in the workplace. No, you don't. Do you? But
2: you know what it does? It encourages others in the work. See, there's people in the workplace that know if they've made an error, but if they see that you stood up and didn't throw them under the bus and say we can fix this, they will so mu- they'll be so much better for it. Why? Because they will say, "Wow, he could have thrown me under the bus." But he's helped me fix it. So next time I'm going to be paying more attention to make sure I prevent that from happening. What we want to do is build a community, whether it's in the workplace or home, of everyone to understand that we're there to support one another. We're there to find solutions. We're there to deal with the situations. We're not there to pick the person and throw them under the bus. But people do got to take accountability. So the accountability is this: if someone is not doing the correct thing, have the conversation from a solution perspective. Do not let someone continually make the same mistake,
0: but work on the solution. But remember, I mean, our natural tendency is all of us is sometimes to be defensive. So it, when... it's our first mechanism that we do as humans. Correct, we do. So how would you counsel someone? is that when things aren't going well, let's say in their department at work or on the family front, and maybe it really wasn't their fault at all, but they're part of the solution. They're going to be the person who's going to help lead the organisation or lead the family into a better space. How would you counsel someone to do that? I would say this. Don't be defined by the situation
2: you're faced. Be defined by how you deal with it. Because we're going to face challenges throughout life. But the key to it is is how we deal with it. What is the solution we've come up with? What is the resource we needed to approach or surround ourselves with to find an answer? See, the key to us is that if the situation controls us, then we have lost more than that situation. We've lost our power. That's right. Because now the situation's taken taking control. We've got to be able to understand how we deal with it defines us. Are we the ones who whinge and moan and want to blame everyone else for where we're sitting? Or are we the type of person to stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to find a solution? So what role does empathy play here? Empathy plays that very role there, that once you take ownership and you look to a solution, you have shown empathy to every single person who contributed to that situation from a perspective of not throwing them under the bus, but from a perspective of showing them that there is a better way forward. Okay, so what role does forgiveness play here? Forgiveness in in the workplace is not so much about forgiveness because we're learning, we're ever learning. I don't believe that anyone makes a decision knowingly it's going to cause a problem. But what about forgiveness on the home front? Forgiveness on the home front, I've mentioned this in earlier episodes. We love our family, we choose our friends. So family is not about forgiveness. Family is about showing the support and understanding and finding better ways for individuals in the family to get more out of life to get better out of life to if they need help show the help show the support do not do not be there quick to judge or to blame ask yourself what can you do to help the situation Now, everyone has a responsibility that doesn't mean you carry the burden of what the family has done what you do is you provide a solution If they want to listen, they're better off for it. If they don't want to listen, it's still their choice. But you don't carry the burden. You come across from a positive perspective saying, here's a solution. This is what I would suggest you do going forward. In the workplace, very similar. Here's a method to go forward. Here's an opportunity for us to improve. Here's an opportunity for us to achieve the results we've set. Not by looking at blaming others where we didn't get it because That, you know, didn't happen. Let's move forward. Let's set some standards. Let's set some guidelines. Let's set some key performance indicators that will help people achieve the results
0: they need to. I'm going to go back to the home front because this is a big issue on the home front, I sense, Mim, because, you know, we all hear of family feuds that go on for sometimes generations. They do. And you kind of think... Where did all this start? I mean, it was an argument that happened in 1961. That's right. But it's gone on for generations through the family. How? I mean, this is a complex issue. But how do we encourage our listeners who are caught up in this kind of almost long-term family feud to take responsibility, to unlock it and to move on?
2: They need to ask themselves this question do they want this feud to continue for the next 100 years? Or do they want to be able to take the responsibility as part of the family to be able to bring peace in the family? And sometimes it means that we have to change. Sometimes it means that we have to understand that if they don't see a better way, then we create that better pathway. And why? Because we understand that peacefulness is much better in a family than arguments than offense then you know families don't talk to each other for generations why where did the love go you know i always say that there's unconditional love in families and then all of a sudden we put conditional love in there you know we want to blame others for everything we you know that person this person but what we need to understand is how do we bring a better pathway forward for the family Yep, sometimes we need to confront some difficult conversations. But if we confront them from a positive perspective, we're always going to get a better result. It doesn't mean that we ignore what's happening. It just means that we're going to create an opportunity moving forward to not to keep blaming people, but to create some solutions moving forward, offer some solutions, offer a pathway of,
0: you know, mediating. You know, I'm really glad that we're having this conversation. We often talk about the work environment. But I think this topic is especially relevant to the it family is. environment. And if I look at my own experience, Mim, over the last 30 days, and it really does make you reassess. It certainly made me reassess. Over the last 30 days, I have lost three people in my more immediate family. who and have That pa- is being said. Who have passed away. Yes. And it, it really makes you stand back and think – ...about many, many things. Yeah. It makes you think about your own mortality... ...but it also makes you think about what's important. Yeah. Because it's, so much, Mim, of what we do and what we get caught up in... ...in the larger scheme of life is completely insignificant.
2: It's true. It doesn't mean that we abdicate our own responsibility. So if I'm in a family and I've done something that's not right... ...it doesn't mean I abdicate that responsibility for myself... But from the rest of the family's perspective, if they've come to me with some solutions and say, "Mim, you know this is where this is where we think we should go forward. This is this is the way forward to be able to resolve this," and I keep getting solutions to the situation that I've created, I'm going to be more than likely in a position to probably appreciate that and to move forward. So I don't get people blaming me, but I get people saying you need to take accountability but here's some solutions going forward. You need to play your part. As long as we are making a way to resolve the situation, but not, not by abdicating or uh, avoiding the situation, because what will happen is if that's the case, I'll keep doing what I'm doing and the family will suffer.
0: So what are the telltale signs that when you meet someone and they are – referring the blame onto the shoulders of others for seemingly every problem in their immediate family or you know the, what, oh, the So what's what, the
1: common domina- the common denominator? Yeah. It's what? them. <laughs> so what you find is it's a bit
0: like
2: someone told me once, Martin, they went to about they had about six, seven jobs within a two year span. They said, I went to this job, they were terrible. They didn't help I'm not terrible. Second job. The manager was was not very nice, trying to bully me. The third one. The people I worked for didn't appreciate me. So I went through seven jobs in 2 years. Mm. And I said, "What's the common denominator?" You. I said, "What did you do different?" No, no, but I just it was just me. But it but it showed me that if seven jobs you walked away thinking the same thing, what did you do different in terms of the the jobs that you you were working in? Cuz sometimes we forget we need to look in the mirror because sometimes we can try and blame others for things that we create we can blame everyone else yeah but you don't know martin martin was a terrible guy you know he looked at me strangely every day but martin did no such thing it was me i need to look in the mirror sometimes and think what am i doing what how am i changing to be able to create better environments better work environments I need to take responsibility and accountability. I can't keep blaming others and thinking that the world is against me. I need to say, what am I doing to to help myself and help those around me understand me better so I can contribute
0: at a higher level? Mim, I occasionally believe that you've got to exercise a bit of tough love in order for someone to learn and to grow. And I've over the years I've... Um, through my previous pursuits, employed a lot of people. And I've had examples where people have said, oh, you know, can you continue to be my, my referee? And they're going through too many jobs. Yeah. And I'll ring them and I'll say, take me off your list. I'm not your referee. Yeah. And they'll say, why? And I'll say, because either you're not doing your due diligence on the opportunity for you or you're too flippant. You're not taking responsibility for the opportunity which you've just got. Yeah. You've got to see it through. That's right. There is not a job, there is not a set of circumstances out there which is going to be happy days every day. And That's if you're right. not prepared, if you're not prepared to walk through the valleys in order to get to the peaks, you're you're not realizing your potential. Right? If you walk yeah. away from every set of circumstances when the going gets tough you are not going to realise your potential. That's right. Do you agree with that comment? I agree
2: with that 100%, Martin, is that you need to face those situations. One thing I want our listeners to also understand, when we talk about don't blame others, we're talking about within the guidelines of, within the legal parameter, if people are doing things outside the law and they're doing things that are causing harm from a work health and safety perspective, anything like that, Those people need to be held accountable. So what I'm talking about is within the workplace, the family place, where situations can be resolved that have occurred because of either a lack of knowledge, a lack of competence, or whatever the case. But if it's around legality or the people are breaking the law, then you don't step in and take the blame. They need to take accountability for that. Now, there are solutions to that as well. But what we're talking about today, and I want the listeners to understand, this is within the realm of acceptance that there's decisions being made that have caused some difficulty but haven't broken the law, that decisions have been made in the workplace or family life, you know, the family life where there's been a bit of a disagreement about something minor that's caused into something major. We take accountability and we fix the issue. We work through the issue. But if it's outside those critical boundaries,
0: then we need to understand the approach that we would take. Isn't it interesting that we often use throwaway terms like, oh, nobody's perfect, life is not perfect, things happen, it's not what happens to you, it's how you react. It's really easy to say those things. Yeah. But then, Mim, why is it then so difficult for us to step up and take responsibility and say, I got that wrong, I apologise, let's work on a plan to fix it?
2: Because history tells us, Martin, and people's life's experiences probably tell them that every time they did probably put their hand up and take the blame, something probably happened that that wasn't very nice. And what I mean by that, they would have gone through a situation that maybe they don't want to go through again. Maybe the fact that they put their hand up and said, yep, it was me… Uh, things didn't quite work out as, as well as they thought. Maybe they were, you know, in some cases, depending on the situation, their situation turned worse by the fact that they put their hand up. Where I say, if someone's willing to take accountability, then we need to take the approach to say, well, that's a good step. If someone's taken the accountability, then how do we get them to understand how to move forward in a better way? But the fact that they've taken ownership, to me, is is something that should be recognised and rewarded. And I mean rewarded by the fact of saying, thank you, Martin, for coming forward. This is what we need to do moving forward. And this is what role you play.
0: Mim, if I reflect on my own career and I reflect on my own life, it's the the. You know, we often speak about kind of inflection points, those kind of certain points in your life which kind of change your direction often for the better. Yeah. Every time, Mim, I have arrived at an inflection point, it's been difficult. It's been uncomfortable. Yeah. It's been out of my comfort zone. And we've spoken about comfort zones in your personal podcast. Yeah. Every single time. Growth is uncomfortable. It is. And my greatest... (laughs) Encouragement is deal with it. Yeah. Because when you're uncomfortable, that's often when you're learning the most. And I'm not recommending to our listeners that they spend most of their time being uncomfortable. Of course I'm not. But occasionally, Mim, if you want to push yourself, if you want to go to the next level, if you want to grow, learn and develop, it's going to be sometimes an uncomfortable process, but it's good for you. Yeah do you agree with that comment?
2: Absolutely. I always always say that it's better to be a little bit uncomfortable than always comfortable from the perspective that as we do enter that area of a little bit uncomfortableness, we start to learn more. We start to embrace the opportunity. We start to embrace the that moment of being able to further develop our skills and competencies. You know, when I talk about not blaming others and you have that mindset, You know, I found in my own career, my own life, that having that mindset helped me grow, helped me deal with a lot of situations in a positive manner, helped me find solutions to things that I look back now and I think, wow, if I had a different mindset and I spent my time blaming everyone, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I've got to say, Martin, and you know me for 30 years, I enjoy every day, every moment, and I find joy in every day. Have I dealt with some challenges over time? Absolutely. But instead of blaming everyone else, I would ask myself, what can I do today to change it? What can I add? What are the things that I'm able to do to change this situation, whether it be
0: family or whether it be in a workplace? or whether it be in business, anything. You know, it's really interesting. Sometimes it's difficult to self-analyse and sometimes it's easier to look at someone else. So when just listening to what you're saying there, you have a very high level of self-awareness in my book. You are intuitive. You certainly take responsibility. And I've seen you over those 30 years through the highs and the lows. But you've always taken responsibility. Never once have you shied away from saying, you know, I can fix this, right? And you've done it. Huge kudos to you. I read this great quote, Mim. Use the weekend to build the life you want instead of trying to escape the life you have. Isn't that a great quote? (laughs) That is a great quote.
1: (laughs) And when you look at that, I must say there must be our listeners throughout the world that on weekends, you know... (laughs) They might get up to things that they think, well gee, I'm getting away from the you know the the boring, mundane life
0: I lead through the week and and it's interesting. I, I do see that quote as really humorous. I love it. I, I have no idea who wrote that quote. I'm, I love it so much I'm going to read it again. Use the weekend to build the life you want instead of trying to escape the life you have. And given that we release your personal podcast every weekend, I think that's a beautiful thing and that you can use that time on the weekend to reflect, yep. to think, yep. to, to indulge in your passions, your interests, and then align them with your career trajectory. You, yeah, You've got to be passionate in you life, do. don't you? You, you have, have to be. be
2: passionate every day and you want every day to be enjoyable. Yeah, it doesn't mean every day is easy, but it means every day you can smile, you can be happy. And if you have the attitude... I've stopped blaming others, and you start today. If our listeners started today and said, "You know what? For thirty days, I'm going to put a, a test out there. For thirty, I'm not going to blame anyone for thirty days about anything. I'm going to find solutions, and I'm going to work a way of communicating without justifying, without making excuses." But I'm going to do that for 30 days.
0: The 30-day challenge from your personal podcast.
2: And I would say to all our listeners, after 30 days, your life won't be the same because you'll think, wow, that is amazing of what I was able to achieve in that 30 days, as opposed to previously maybe spending my time blaming
0: everyone and anyone about situations that I confronted. I agree. Life is too short. It is. I encourage, because we do put these quotes onto the Your Personal Podcast social media. So to our listeners, please do go to the Your Personal Podcast Facebook, the Your Personal Podcast LinkedIn, and also go to at your personal pod, which is our Twitter feed. Yes. It's not called Twitter anymore. It's called X. X. It's got an X. X marks the spot. Of course, X marks the spot. Well, there you are. It does certainly for your personal podcast. So go to our social media channels, and we are always putting content up. Last week, when we spoke about education yes all right uh, we did put actually online a copy of uh sir ken robinson's video which was a TED yes, talk. that's an
2: excellent talk and
0: i must say lots of our listeners have watched it and it's called do schools do schools kill creativity it's yeah. that relationship between the schooling system yes, and creativity yes it is such a good ted talk recommended for everyone throughout our listenership to tune into that and have a listen And another one which you popped up onto our social media a couple of weeks ago was a positive mind finds opportunity in everything. Yes. A negative mind finds fault in everything.
2: That is so true. I like that So true. Very good.
0: Very good. On that note, Mim, I'm going to say great to see you again in the Your Personal Podcast Studio. I look forward to seeing you next week. And we are well on our way to 50 podcasts, Mr. Stretch Target. (laughs) I'll, over to you to close us out. Absolutely. And w- just to, to wind up today,
2: I want everyone to understand, take ownership of whatever situation you're in. Stop blaming others. Find solutions. And you'll be better off for it. Better off for it from a health perspective, personal perspective, and you'll find that more people will want to be around you. Why? Because you will have a can-do attitude, not a, a blaming attitude. So... From your personal podcast, we thank you for listening this week. We ask you to have a wonderful day. Hope you have a wonderful week. And we look forward to bringing to you next week, Podcast 35, on your personal podcast. Have a wonderful day. We talk soon. Thank you. Bravo.
1: Ciao.